mom of four, plant mama of seven, music lover with a banging playlist, and two left feet, entrepreneur of over 17 years, and though a professional, y'all, I'm still an around the way girl at heart, earthy, eclectic, free spirit, a few piercings, and a few tats, road trip lover, random as fuck. Mm, you fill in the blank. Living, learning, loving, praying, and laughing my way through this amazing adventure called life. And I am here to help you do the same. Hi, I'm Tiffany, and this is Life Unscripted. Welcome. Now, let's jump into this week's amazing episode created especially for you and yours. Hey, my loves, and thank you so much for joining me for yet another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast by Organized Energy. I hope that you have been having an amazing week and that your day has already gotten off to a wonderful start. And if you feel like sharing how your week, how your day is coming along, please reach out to me and just let me know. Drop me a few lines and I would love to be excited with you for the good news that you might want to share. I'd be happy to pray for you, pray with you for some things that um, might need that as well. Um, But all in all, this is community and so I want to know how you're doing. I want to know what you're up to. So I wanted to start off by saying that. And and so the way that you can do that is just visiting the website, organizedenergy.co. That is not .com. That's .co backslash podcast. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash podcast. And you'll see... An option there there's a box and you can kind of you know post your comments questions share something with me and so yeah I'd love to hear from you anywho if you've been following the show then you might could guess where I am right now <laughs> come on y'all y'all know where I'm at right now right I am not Sitting up in some fancy studio or in front of an elaborate set, like many podcasters are. (laughs) Y'all, I'm hiding out. For those of you all who don't follow the show and you might be new, um, then I'll tell you because my my regulars, they know. (laughs) I am recording live and in living color from my mommy hideout, from my Cheryl's She Should from literally my walk-in closet sitting on the floor y'all finish the sentence y'all that that follow the show i'm sitting on the floor what in the dark walk-in closet no lights on (laughs) because that's how i roll y'all hi yay anyway and um it's just therapy to be in here you know in the walk-in closet on the floor in the dark just you know um fellowshipping with you guys you know as a mom 
we just have to find ways to just run away sometimes and just have that moment, that time for ourselves. (laughs) So that's what this is when I record for you guys. Um, But I will be really short and sweet today. Um, But I want to share something that I feel is significant, significant to you. Sorry. Um, But that is, let's start with this. So a couple of things, I guess we can look at it from a couple different angles, still getting to the same purpose. So let's start with our Native American friends. So our Native American friends and others, I'm not just saying Native Americans, um, all kinds of cultures and people, many cultures and people, um, really place a high significance on a name and what they name their children. And I remember coming up um, as a young girl in school and I remember you know, reading about the Native American culture. Now, I could be partially wrong with some of this, um, but from what I was taught, um, I remember um, that there would be names that would be of significance, you know, say Running Bull or, you know, um, Little Bear, you know, um, Red Leaf, you know, or, or and other names, but names that meant something names that may have pertained to something in nature, names that pertain to whatever it is. Overall, the idea obviously is that you, there's something about the name that you hope that that child can grow into and embody, you know, and then we go and we, we read in the Bible and we read of various instances where people experienced changes in name as they experience changes in their nature, changes in their character, changes in their role, changes in their um, thought processes, their ways. And so we know that in the New Testament, Saul, he became Paul. And we know in the Old Testament, Abram became Abraham. Sarai became Sarah. We know that um, Peter, uh, well, his name was changed to Peter. Um, We know, and there's, I could go on and on, honestly, but there's just so many instances where people exchanged the old for the new. They embraced their new ways of thinking, their new character. And so they celebrated that by changing their names or and oftentimes they were given um, this new name right and so where I'm going with that as we talk about we think about the significance of a name it's all in the name Um, you know when I think about people named Nikki people named Nicole (laughs) it's just my experience they're usually fun. They're usually crazy. You know, they're usually, they like to have a good time. They're usually the ones that you just never know which to what to expect. <laughs> and and that is probably a general statement. That doesn't necessarily put everyone named Nikki or Nicole in a box. Um, but just, you know, in my experience, you know, Nikki's 
or Nicole's, they just be the ones to just be wild and fun and crazy, you know, crazy in a good way. I'm not saying it in a derogatory way, so don't y'all get sensitive on me. I'm just being fun with this statement. But overall, you know, and you all might think of people, you might think of names as well. Um, people that you know that may um, share a name and in sharing the name, they may also share certain character traits or personality traits or you know whatever the case may be they may you know it might seem like you know that the people that share this particular name they might resemble each other in appearance they all might be short they all might be tall they might all be whatever you know and um yeah and and so it's interesting what people's takes are on names Um, But the reason why I bring that up is because the last couple of years, for me personally, probably I could specifically say the last six years for sure. Um, And then even more intentional the last couple of years. But I can say that I have really been going through this this cocooning process this you know going from the caterpillar to a butterfly type of thing um and I've been very intentional about my energy about my efforts about my words about my ways about my habits um I don't get it right all the time I'm not saying that at all at all Um, but what I'm saying is I know that my mindset my spirit has been in this mode of growth development new 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 um I've been very intentional in the last six years um regarding adventure and being open-minded and being ready for fun and wonderful and exciting change and blessings and love and light And um, it's just been something that has been really heavy on me over the last few years. Um, And I say that I feel like I could definitely go back and look at um, the last six years for sure. I can, let me, yeah, I was going to go past this, but let me say this. Um, The reason why I can know for sure it was the last six years. I'm going to share this with you that I wasn't going to share, honestly. But I guess while I'm talking about it, I might as well talk about it. So um, just a little small thing to say. But I suffered from a major depression, major depression, like a breakdown, breakdown um, about six years ago. I, I I just don't even think I recognize my own self and my own life. Like, it, it just looked very different than what I envisioned it to look like. It looked very different than what I planned for, hoped for, and thought that I deserved. And I found myself in a mess. And I found myself in just a slump. I remember being vibrant on the outside running businesses and um, you know being the head of this or the head of that at my church 
and being an active member of the community and just doing various things in my old life. And I remember um, faking it till I made it. Faking it just to make it. Um, Because while I was doing all these wonderful things on the outside, on the inside, I was falling apart. On the inside, I was suffering emotional abuse and verbal abuse in my marriage. And I was experiencing isolation and lonesomeness, sadness, frustration. And I could not tell a soul because my husband was a deacon. And I taught Sunday school and was involved in various ministries. And all around, people looked up to us and they would say, oh my gosh, I can't wait for God to bless me with a husband like yours. And this is not, let me let me fix this. This is not to bash my ex-husband. I love him. Um, not in love with him like that, but I'm saying I love him and, 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 and I'm a friend to him. So I'm not saying that to bash him. I think that you know, all these years later, we're both in great places and we can talk about this. Um, and this is not about to be a big conversation about it anyway, but I'm saying it for a reason. I just remember looking like on the outside that I had all my shit together. And I remember on the outside, I smiled all the time. And I remember, you know, running the show <laughs> wherever, you know, I and and um, and people thought that that was something great. And on the inside, I cringed. Honestly, I was tired of working in the church. I was tired of teaching Sunday school. I was tired of being a deacon's wife. I was tired of working on all these other ministries. And I was tired of running my businesses. And I was tired that some of them, you know, didn't turn out like I want them to. So they were sometimes, you know, there was... Um, excitement in the businesses and sometimes there were frustrations and challenges you know that's the reality of entrepreneurship there were ups and there were downs I was tired of um, some of the investments that I made that didn't turn out like I wanted them to and I was just freaking tired I was just tired and um, the divorce the divorce came financial demise came and all kinds of things that, you know, from that came. And life happened. And I was sad. And I ended up with someone um, for a number of years after my divorce. And we were together for quite a while. And we put the cart before the horse And we decided that we wanted a child and we just knew we were going to be getting married. And so given our ages and all this, and we both have been married with children from previous marriages or from whatever, you know, before. And so we're like, ah, we've already done this once. And, um, you know, looking at biological clocks and such we thought you know we bright we should get on this you know if we're going to have a baby we better do it now because you know neither one of us are getting any younger and our kids are significantly older than what this new baby is going to be you know there's going to be a huge gap in the ages we better do this now so we put the cart before the horse and we had the baby before we even had the marriage and it did not work um 
as I was carrying the child, there was someone else that was carrying a child with this person as well. And um, that did not work. (laughs) That did not work. And uh, yeah. And so I found myself in a space that I did not plan for, for my life. Um, I did not grow up in a two-parent household. And so I always desired a family. Um, I, I didn't, you know, um, and, and this is not like not I, I didn't even start this show off with any of this in mind to tell you all. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to make sure I pick my words correctly. But I want to say that I wanted the, uh, ex- I wanted a Cosby show experience for my own household. I knew one day I wanted to be married and then have children. And of course, no one goes into marriage expecting divorce. So of course, not only did I want to be married and then have children, I also wanted to stay married, you know, and stay in love and all this stuff. And it didn't happen like that. It did not happen like that. And and, and life happens. So, okay, we adjust. But all that being said, so when it came around that I had um, the new baby um, with who I thought was going to be my new husband and it didn't work. Um, I was like, Oh my gosh, no, this did not just happen to me again, you know? (laughs) And, uh, and that was honestly, I think I almost expected it just because of some other things that happened in that relationship. But, um, I, I dealt with that for about a year and, um, other things happened and life just began to feel like it was crumbling for me about a year after the baby was born. Um, and I just remember looking around like, what the hell is this? Like, is this my life? (laughs) And I found myself not working and I found myself really sad and I found myself with this baby. And of course my children from the previous marriage and I found myself wondering, what in the world am I doing? Like, what in the world? This is just not the way I envisioned any of this. And I just went into this hole. And I remember I went to this dark depression. And I was really sad for a long time. And I just, I think, I don't even know where I was or what I was doing. I know about a year went by. And my house was not being kept up (laughs) and I wasn't keeping myself up. And I think I was just like a freaking zombie just existing. Um, And then about a year after that pity party got started, I remember God, you know, just kind of was like, look, You are not the first to go through this. You will not be the last, but there is work for you to do. Get up. Dust your knees off. Dust yourself off. We got something to do. And I remember deciding that, okay, this pity party is over. Depression cannot live here anymore. Anger, anxiety, fear can't live here anymore and all these other emotions that I was dealing with they can't live here anymore 
because I've got work to do. And I remember God just fixing me up, healing my wounds. And I began this process of growing and going and glowing through the madness. And because I knew it was about a year after my baby was born, my last child, that's how I know it was about six years ago that I really was intentional about this process of learning who I am and who I was destined to become. And I was intentional and I have been intentional about meeting me, like meeting me. Like, I want to know you. I want to meet this woman that I'm supposed to be, that I'm growing to be, that I'm going to be. And I meet a new side of her every day. And... I learn more and more about what it is that I like and what I don't like and what I will do and what I won't do. I learn more and more about what it is that I should embrace and what I should never tolerate. And every day I learn more and more about what I deserve. I learn more and more every day about how to love me better so that I can love others better. Because the Bible says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so first I've got to learn how to love me so that I can better love my neighbor. And that's a daily process. And so I began to just go on this adventure about six years ago to read more, to learn more. I learned about being mindful, gratitude. I learned about being intentional and so many things. Lately, I have really been grasping the concept of the fact that we are spirit we are spirit we are spirits and we are experiencing an earthly experience but as we know that we're not meant to be here forever walking around in the flesh that we're wrapped in currently we're spirits Right, And so because of that, we have to be more intentional about taking care of our spirits, the inner man. The Bible speaks of it as the inner man because we are renewing that every day. We're growing, grooming, shaping, molding, nurturing the inner man every day our spirit and I want you to think about these things because many of you 
recognize that you realize that you're you're intentional about these things too but there might be some who's listening who might want to pay more attention to it and so when we get to thinking and speaking about our inner man our spirits we start thinking about things such as energy again mindfulness gratitude and so many other things because we start paying attention to our souls we start paying attention to our spirit we start paying attention to our instincts our Holy Spirit that's in us as who guides us And so that's important. It's so important. And because it's so important, we start to then seek our creator, God, Christ, and asking him to guide us and lead us and fill us with wisdom. We are not wise. And if you were wise, you would know that you're not wise, right? You would be wise to know that you are not as wise as you think. And we ask for continued wisdom so that we can become wise. So that we can, we ask for knowledge. We ask for understanding we ask so that that we can um, have a spirit of discernment and become more intuitive as we focus on things of the spirit. As we do that, you'll notice that your spirit begins to glow. And so we start working on things like love and light and forgiveness and kindness and gratitude and giving grace forgiveness we begin to open our hands more open up our hearts more our minds our ways of thinking more we say less we rest more we receive easier we give more easily more freely we love more freely We receive love more freely. And we raise our levels of emotional intelligence. And we are in tune with spirits more. When we do that, We are protective of our energy. We are protective of who we allow to occupy and share our space. And we are more um, selective with who we share our time and what we give our energy, what we pay attention to. 
because then we realize that everything and everyone does not deserve our attention or our energy, right? And they begin to feel that because they won't keep bringing certain conversations to us because they'll know that that's not where we're vibrating at. We're vibrating higher and our energy is beginning to shift. And so we will attract those things at the level of our own vibration. You attract like spirits. You hear people say all the time, spirit recognizes spirit. And so when you are light, you're just drawn to other things and other people, other beings, other spirits that are light. Right? You don't go towards the darkness when you're light. You want continued light. You want good things, positive things, uplifting things, right? That's where we begin to shift our focus, our interest, our energies, our time. We have more joy and we have more peace. We are more calm. We're more reserved. We just feel better. When we start thinking and working on these things. But I say all of that to bring you up to this. What did they call you when you were born? What is the name that they wrote, typed up, assigned you on your birth certificate? Did they name your flesh, your body, or did they name your soul, your spirit? Because there is so much that's in a name. And when you grow and you become a new creature in Christ, when you become this being that's more cognitive of cognizant of the the fact that you are spirit cognizant <laughs> gosh it's hard to get that word out but when you start focusing on the fact that you are spirit and when you start seeing yourself in a different way when you have new ways and you choose new words and you choose new thoughts and you are more intentional about things that you ought to be more intentional about and you start letting those old ways, old habits, old words, old conversations, old affiliations go. And you begin to blossom. And you begin to glow. Does that old name that they named you at birth when they named your flesh, does it still fit you? Now, whoever named you may have been doing some forward thinking. And they may have named you a name that's pretty tall that you would need to eventually grow into spiritually and become and embody you may have been named fairly small. 
Now, this is not an attack on anyone's name because names mean something. And so people wear their names with pride and they should. So this is not an attack on anyone's name at all. What I want you to think about is what does your name mean? And does your name fit who you are or who you are becoming and striving to be? Does the name that you were given place you in a box? Does the name that you were given give you room to still grow? What does your name mean? And if your name is not in alignment with your assignment, if your name is not in alignment with who you are becoming, who you are, what you stand for, what you believe, if it doesn't match your spirit, if you were to give your spirit a name, if it doesn't match what you're about, What do you think about changing it? They've done it over and over again in the Bible. So many examples. Where you started doesn't have to be where you finish, right? What do you think about a new name that better fits who you are, who your spirit is? What your spirit reflects? What would that new name be? Who would you introduce yourself as? How does your energy currently introduce you? (laughs) Just if you never said a word and your energy spoke for you and your energy went ahead of you and it had to be the one to introduce you in a room, what would that name be? How do people experience you, your attitude, your ways, your words, your energy, your vibe, your spirit? And what do you think about that? Now, some of you may have already changed your names. You may not ever even entertain the thought of changing your name. I'm thinking about it. The name Tiffany rooted in the word tiff. A tiff is an argument, you know, a little debate. Getting into it a little bit. And uh I uh Yeah. I don't want that for my life. Uh nothing against the name Tiffany. Nothing. My mama gave that to me. Nothing against the name Tiffany. I'm speaking of my character. When I speak of my character, um, in the past, I could have been known to be a little argumentative if I needed to get that way. Debate. Yeah, probably. I'm not going to deny that. I always got something to say. Go against the grain a little bit. And that's not always a bad thing. But certainly that's not always a great thing. So when I think about TIFF and what a TIFF is, and when I think about how that has been a part of my personality, I would say over the years, 
I don't know if I want that to continue to be a part of my personality because I want to reflect love and light and peace and joy, gratitude, kindness, wisdom, and all these other great things. And so I don't want to represent a tiff, a debate, a disagreement, an argument. Certainly, sometimes it has its place when used in the right way. I'm not debating that. But I think you get where I'm going, right? And so, just like our friends in the Bible, just like our Native American friends in other cultures, not just Native Americans, other cultures, um, obviously um, in our uh, Native land of Africa people are given names that mean something absolutely absolutely in the motherland definitely people are named names that mean something and other cultures do too so I want you to think about that what will you continue to answer to And how will you name yourself? How do you describe yourself and how does your energy, your spirit describe you? Speak for you. So if you're brave and if you feel like going through it, you might change your name. But a name change comes along with changed ways changed ways of thinking and of doing and of being right and as I think about changing my name so I'm really thinking about it and I think I am going to in fact I already have a name that I feel like would um, be a great representation of my spirit um, so I'm, 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 I'm thinking about that and I'm praying that God eventually changed my last name. You know, I'm praying for a husband. Y'all hear that sometimes I mention that more often than not throughout some of my episodes. If you've tuned in, you know that I am certainly praying for a husband. So the last name prayerfully will be changed too. <laughs> But um, that's all in God's timing there. The last name change. But I can certainly work on and do something about the first name being changed, right? So, I don't know, y'all. That's where I'm at right now. I'm pretty excited because I am on this adventure. And I am feeling brand new. I do. I feel brand new. I feel like I'm being reborn. I feel like I'm just now beginning to just really discover who I am. And I embrace that and I enjoy that and I appreciate that opportunity. God is good. God is good. He can change anybody. He can work miracles on and in and for and all around anybody. Even you. 
and even me. So I leave you with that. And uh, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and rest of your week. And you know what I say at the end. I always want you to know that I love you. And I thank you for tuning in. Well, that's another amazing episode in the books. I appreciate you stopping by and listening because I do this for you. Now, it's your turn to join the conversation. Please weigh in on this episode by visiting organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and do two things. One, leave a written or audio comment or questions regarding today's conversation. And two, let your voice be heard by casting your vote in this week's poll based on this episode. And now that we're family, let's stay connected. Still, go to that same link, organizedenergy.co backslash podcast. And join my Love Shine community. Why Love Shine? Because it's all about love and it's all about light over here at the Life Unscripted Podcast. Or you can find me on your own simply by visiting Facebook. You'll go to Organized Energy Consulting, find our community and groups, and then join the Life Unscripted Podcast after party. Also on Instagram, find me at Life Unscripted Podcast. On Twitter, it's Life Unscripted P. And show a little love by sharing this episode with a friend or two or three. Speaking of showing love, before I get out of here, I got to remind you of something. I want you to always remember that self-love is one of the best forms of love. Because no matter who comes, who goes, no matter who chooses you, who doesn't, who forgives you and who doesn't, who values you and who doesn't, so long as you choose you and you love you and you see value in you, And you take time each and every day to celebrate yourself. Take time right now and write this love note to yourself. And not only do I want you to write it daily, but I want you to recite it daily in the mirror. Repeat after me. So you say your name and I'm going to say mine. Dear Tiffany, I love you. I forgive you. I accept you. I choose you. You have worth. You have purpose. You have value. You matter to me. And you matter to God. My words, my thoughts, my decisions today will prove this. Tiffany, you're already winning. You are already blessed. Keep going. Do not give up because the very best is yet to come. All right, love shines. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Time is a commodity and once it's spent, we can never get it back. So I truly appreciate you spending just a little bit of yours with little old me. That's a wrap until next time. I want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you and I want nothing but blessings, love and light for you and yours. Have a great week, guys. Hi. 
Do you feel like you have way too much on your plate to get accomplished and very little time to get it all done? Is anxiety like on 1000 right now? Take a deep breath and woosah and then reach out to me because I am a trusted confidant and accountability partner and I can help you master time management and work-life balance as a professional. And because I specialize in helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them, I could also help you with your small business. So whether you're still in the conceptual stages of the business or you're trying to figure out exactly how to launch, how to brand it, how to market it, how to look good and how to operate efficiently so that you're working smarter and not harder, I'm still your girl. For more information about how I can help you, find me at Organized Energy. Co, where I am helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them.